0: We just celebrated Christmas in our household, and we absolutely love and respect other faith traditions. So, whether you celebrated Christmas yesterday or not, please know that my heart is so full of gratitude for you. Yes, you for being in our community, for listening to this podcast, for supporting this podcast. Also, I sincerely want to make sure you do not miss out on Nourish the Membership. Have you joined us yet? I am so sincerely excited to help you to elevate your lifestyle in 2024. If you go to michellefox.com forward slash nourish, you will see the agenda I have laid out. We have a new fresh theme for each month. I am committed to showing up for two live sessions each month, and we'll have a community where we can all love each other up and support each other. It'll be a community of like-hearted humans. I love saying like-hearted versus like-minded because I love diversity. I love the diversity of conversation, of backgrounds, but it's the heart that's going to keep us all connected. And so in 2024, we will be showing up and having more confidence on social media. We will be working on our bodies so that we can have more confidence in our bodies and in our lives. We will be looking at our finances. And of course, you know, I'm bringing the fun. So again, go to michellefox.com forward slash nourish. And I sincerely hope you will join us. And that leads me into this holiday conversation. It is a replay of one of my favorite podcast episodes. We aired this one originally, March 21st, 2023, with my dear friend, Khadijah Taylor. And we talked about color psychology and your kitchen. And I thought this was the perfect conversation to replay during the holidays, because as you will hear in a moment, this conversation is filled with warmth. It is filled with love. I even shared a story about how nobody ever wants to leave my mom's kitchen, because yes, her food is amazing and delicious. But then Khadijah came in and pointed out that the colors, the reds and the yellows, they all have special meaning. And so without giving away too much, I want you to sit back and enjoy this conversation. And if it's on your heart, come on over and find us on socials, because I would love to know any of your aha moments. I have a feeling you're going to have at least five, like I did, because if you know Khadijah, then you know she brings the wisdom along with that warmth and the love. So without further ado, here is a replay of episode 28, Color Psychology and Your Kitchen with Khadijah Taylor. Welcome to Nourish with Michelle Fox, your guide to a vibrant life after 40. If consistency has been a challenge for you and you occasionally forget self-care, you, my friend, are in the right place. Tune in for weekly inspiration to nourish your mind. I know your plate's full, and I wanna help you support a life and a body that you adore. Let's dig in.
1: Hi, my name is Khadijah Taylor. I am the owner and principal designer of Home and Sanctuary, and these are a few of my favorite things. I love ice cream. Laughing, clearly, like, Who doesn't love laughing? Actually, I don't like to spend time with people who don't like to laugh. Cooking, I actually love to cook. Drinking tea, I love tea. Travel, it just gets you out of your comfort zone. You get to see that the world is so much bigger than you. You meet new people, you see new things. It just opens up your mind to how other people think live, exist, see the world, experience God, experience your families, the diversity of music and art and food. It's just some of the dopest shit ever. I love people who travel because people who travel are so open-minded. It's a few of the things that I love and they're my favorite things and I wanted to share them. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day and even better week. Sending you lots of love and light always and I'll see you next time.
0: So that, my friends, is the one, the only, Khadijah Taylor of Home and Sanctuary. I thought I'd try something new today because if you can't already tell, the smile in my voice, whenever I just hear Khadijah's voice, particularly on Instagram, which if you want to see her in action please go find her at home and sanctuary llc and you'll be able to see the video behind that beautiful sound you just heard so i wanted to play that so that you get just a peek at who we are about to enjoy during these next 30 minutes so Khadija taylor is one the one I credit for saving my marriage in the last two years. And we are going to get into that, I promise you. But to read her bio real quick, Khadijah Taylor is a native of Denver, Colorado. After graduating from the University of Colorado at Denver, she began a career in property management. And this is where she spent over 11 years in affordable housing, serving many disadvantaged and marginalized populations in the city. During this tenure, Khadija served on various project committees for rehabs, renovations, and new builds. She fell in love with design and knew it was time to make a change. In 2016, she bravely decided to spread her wings and venture into the world of real estate and home design, which ultimately led her to open Home and Sanctuary. Khadija, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much, Michelle. I love seeing your face. Mm -hmm. We have such a good time. I just, (laughs) I'm smiling too. I feel like we met and we were just, we're kindred spirits. I, yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. yeah it's so awesome
0: <laughs> my pleasure before we started going I told you and I was so sincere when I saw that you were on my calendar this morning like all day I've been like I get to talk to Khadijah. I get to talk to Khadijah. like I gotta make sure I'm ready
1: I gotta make sure I'm ready so I'm ready <laughs>
0: I'm so grateful. And so to bring people in, since I did kind of do that slight teaser about how you saved my marriage, which I know I have told you quite a few times, I am so sincere, but for my friends who aren't aware. So 2020, as we all know, we went through the pandemic. And at the time I was working in corporate America and the three kiddos were, you know, in their rooms or in the basement or laid out in the family room. And then Steve had his office down in the basement. So he had his privacy there. And then I had my office set up in the dining room, but then we made this like makeshift tiny little corner in our living room. And I just reached a point. I remember one day I was sitting at the dinner table and I looked around and I'm like, every single person at this dinner table has their own room except for me. Like there is a problem with this picture. <laughs> So long story short, Khadija to the rescue. She comes over, and oh my goodness! Again, back to Instagram. If you want to come visit Khadija's page, if you want to come to mine, Michelle Fox Love, you'll see the transformation that she made to our living room. Where. I sincerely, every day I walk in here, I'm like, this is me. Like I come in, it just, she got the colors right. She got the textures, right. I mean, anybody who comes in immediately feels warm and relaxed in this space. And it truly is all because of Khadija. I I wouldn't have known where to begin here. So Khadija for the 1 millionth time, and there will probably be 1 million more, but thank you for creating this space for me. Thank you so much for you know, it's an
1: honor to always be in someone's home. I don't take that lightly. Home is sanctuary and it's a sacred space. And so when people invite you to their home, it's, it's an honor and it's humbling. So, and you just welcome me in and you just let me do my thing. So I so appreciate that. Yeah. It was so much fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: fun. Boy, did you. You already
1: had some great pieces. So,
0: and that's another thing. You always made me feel not so insecure because I remember thinking when I, especially when I showed you my bedroom, I'm like, oh, don't laugh, don't laugh. And you're like, girl, this is fine. <laughs> I was very grateful for that. <laughs> well, before we get into the juicy gems of our conversation, I would love to invite you to play a game. Are you open? I'm
1: open. Let's do it.
0: Sweet. Okay. So I call this my rapid fire question. So I did not share these with you earlier because I I just want to see what where we go with these okay the first one your options sweet salty or savory
1: oh savory all day oh
0: that was easy okay question number two last show that you binged and loved this is hard oh my goodness
1: what's the last show I binged actually that's kind of a good thing I'm not a huge tv watcher you know which one I? Well, I always I watch The Crown, so I'm a. I love history, but yeah, I watched The Crown. I thought The Crown was good, so I'm. I think they're in season four or five. No. Mm,
0: that's one of Steve and I's uh, treats as well. Yeah, that, that's a good one. You're like, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> that that's good to know. We're not alone in in watching that one. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay so last and final question would you be willing to share one of your favorite memories in childhood in the kitchen
1: oh immediately I think of my grandmother mm. and, uh, and let me clarify like I didn't have a grandmother who was like baking cookies and like you know like the grandma that's like I don't want to say warm because my grandmother was warm, but she was fierce, you know, like if she was a woman of this time, oh my goodness, I don't even know who she would be, like somebody famous for sure, celebrity, but she was was an artist and she was an amazing homemaker and really I credit those gifts that I have as far as design is concerned to her lineage and in mm-hmm. her memory she's yeah she loved to bake and she was a great baker and so I remember that she would always after she would mix the cake batter she'd always let me have a spoon or have you know the bottoms of the mixing tools and so yeah it was awesome I loved being in the kitchen with her.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah like, and that's love. That's something, especially now that I have a daughter who now has a grandmother who's my mom. There is nothing like that bond. Because I can tell you I've been like mm-hmm. there's nobody better than your grandmother. Like but, really. There you go. Not, that, that's what my daughter better. would say. yes yeah. I'm like, what, what about me? What that's she's like, no it's grandma. <laughs> like, no argument. I'm like, oh, my God. Nobody better. <laughs> so
1: her name was Sarah Jo Montgomery. I learned so much from her. Yeah. She was an amazing, amazing human. And I'm so humbled
0: to have her DNA running through mine. So so yes. (laughs) What a blessing. So for my friends who are listening and you might be thinking home and sanctuary, what does it have to do with culinary nutrition? Well, you're in my community, so you already know there's a connection. And I'm sure just by hearing Khadija's voice, you can tell she is very spiritual and very much about whole person wellness. Mm -hmm. And that's the category we are delving deep into today. Our topic, color psychology and your kitchen. Let's talk about that. So Khadija, when I say color psychology, what does that mean to you? So color psychology
1: is really the study of how colors in general affect our mood, our emotions, everything from what we like to eat, where we want to travel, what we like to wear, everything. Color is, I think we just underestimate how much color influences our day-to-day experiences, Mm -hmm. and so, people who use color psychology, anyone in marketing, color psychology is their thing. And they, the millions and millions of dollars that are invested in color psychology and how they find a demographic based on those things or sell a product is all about color psychology. You know, when you're, watching television and a commercial comes on and it's about food let's talk about food today yes please (laughs) the head of lettuce drop and it's green and it bursts out and then you see the tomatoes slicing and they're just red and you're just like oh my goodness and you have your red onions and they're purple we call them red and you're just like what is going that is color psychology and Mm -hmm. those are the things that make you want to get up and do something and react so um color psychology for me in design is something that I use to influence people's interiors and how they want to feel when they're in their home. And mm-hmm. your kitchen is what we usually call the heart of your home. So it is not an exception to color psychology. So that's why we're talking about color psychology today with you. Michelle.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am loving this because clearly I can provide recipes and I can share with my coaching clients, the foods that they are supposed to eat. However, if they're not thrilled about being in the kitchen or even worse, they feel like, oh, that's a drag or that's a chore. I imagine, and actually let me not put words in your mouth. Let me ask, are things that we can do in our kitchen to make it feel more appealing to be there? Absolutely. Just like any other space in your
1: home. The same way you're like i want a beautiful bathroom that I can just take a long bath in and turn on candles your kitchen is no exception and there are colors and actual layout and lighting you know that can affect how you interact with that space and so yeah i'm I'm off I'm one i'm a little biased I like to cook one I like to eat, so let's start with that. I, was, yeah. I was always, it's hot. You like, if you like to eat, you should like to cook. So, mm. I like to cook, but I have been guilty of, and I let me just credit you here because in October we did the Healthy Sexy Challenge with my sorors of Delta Sigma Theta sorority, and Michelle headed off this amazing, amazing experience. And I have been. Let me tell you something. I've been in the kitchen ever since.
0: Mm -hmm. I have been in the
1: kitchen ever since and I have shocked myself how I've been committed to being in the kitchen because of what you shared with us and all of your guidance so for anyone who's on the fence with working with Michelle stop go ahead and do it and Mm -hmm. the benefits that I have experienced personally have been amazing just better rest and just feeling more balanced and there's something special about knowing what you put into your mouth because you made it you know and I just gotten away from that just letting work be an excuse for not being in the kitchen so not to detour but that's
0: no please you said so much right there I want to pop in real quick and then I want to ask you more about what we can do to enhance our kitchens but Yes. And my community who is listening, I promise I did not plant that, but this is perfect did not. because <laughs> we are gearing up for healthy, sexy May. And so I'm super excited about this program because I listened to the reviews and listened to the feedback and people wanted a little bit more time to integrate the information. So we're moving this program to a six week coaching program, expending it from Four weeks. And then I'm gonna do a little bit more of the meal planning and add more recipes. And so I'm so excited to share healthy, sexy May with the community very soon. And then two, I wanted to just say A plus Khadijah. Nice sweet, <laughs> done. And also to say that you're doing the work. Like kudos to you for showing up. Cause yes, it's one thing hearing the information, learning the information but you are applying the information and wouldn't you agree that once you get started, like your body just starts craving the whole foods and, and the less sugar and the more nutrient dense ingredients. Have you been finding that for yourself? Absolutely. I think the game changer for me,
1: so I'm not a huge sweet person. So the sugar part and not that sugars are not hidden everywhere. So let's be clear about that. But I mean, the the sugars of like, I need a slice of cake and a big old cookie and no, with the exception of ice cream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our things. I I, have our thing. No judgment here. No judgment. Right. No <laughs> jokes Um, but with the exception of that, the thing that really was a game changer for me was the gluten. Mm. And I really had no idea. I mean, I had kind of toyed with it and I know, you know things are kind of trendy and people are like, oh, I have a gluten allergy or intolerance and all the things and, but really I cut it out and I'm a, I'm a cold turkey person. Usually I'm in or I'm out, like I don't do too much of like, and I mean, immediately. So anyone who's kind of like a person who like me, I like to see results pretty quickly, especially in decisions that are like small pivots. I like like, so I need to feel this for me to stick with it. Gluten was huge for me. Mm. Like swelling, sleep, yeah, bloating. Like all those things just went like mm, immediately when I cut mm. that out. And the times where I've gone back to to cheat and to act out, my body's like, really?
0: <laughs> you thought you could get away That's with That's what that? you wanted to do. What? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yes. 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 So you're saying rapid results? It's like yeah, seriously.
1: And mostly in mood that's another thing. Food is huge on your mood, you know, mm-hmm. especially I'm, I'm, and I'm sure for men too, but as a woman, it's just like I didn't know I'm in my early 40s and you're like, man, this food is affecting my mood. And gluten, I didn't know was having that much, you know, influence. Um hmm. Oh, yeah,
0: because it's attacking our gut, but it's also attacking our brain. So Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, you've had the pain, but I'm also grateful that you're able to recognize it now. So kudos, sincerely, kudos. So now if I am just landing on this podcast, and I don't know anything about Michelle's work or Khadija's work, but I'm like, huh, they said something about enhancing my kitchen. Like, What are a few things we can do to make the kitchen just feel like a place where we really want to be to actually cook healthy foods?
1: I think the the most important thing first, especially if you're like, I don't have a budget to do this, clearing your space. Mm, Yes. So underrated. Decluttering is huge. And the kitchen is an area of your home that can pick up a lot of clutter really quickly. Countertops, just say, come on in. Yes. (laughs) Put the keys here, put all the things, put your coat on all the bar stools and just, you know, if you declutter immediately, you'll feel like, huh, maybe I want to be in here a little bit more because Mm. your space is, I believe is always a reflection of what's going on in your heart and your mind. So when your spaces are cluttered, you're feeling cluttered, here and here and you're not thinking and you definitely don't wanna be anywhere that feels cluttered. So the kitchen can be a catch-all space in a home, especially if you have kids, family, and it's a lot of movement. So declutter, you can start with that. If you're like, I don't have any money, just clear things out. Mm -hmm. The next thing that you can change, you're like, oh, I have a little bit of money. Lighting, lighting, lighting. You have poor lighting in your kitchen you kind of don't want to be in there because you can't really see the food. And since we're visual, I'm a visual person. We all are visual, but I love visual things. And so mm-hmm. if you're a visual person, not really being able to see how things look and will not make you want to be in the kitchen. So check out your lighting. If it's a damn even the coloring, you know, the temperatures of your lights, go to something cooler instead of something super warm. When I say that, that was kind of yellow versus the blues. You want to maybe do something in the middle, which is, probably
0: like a 4,000 Kelvin. I'm kind of going in, but. Yes. um, thank No, I'm taking notes. Please go in. (laughs) This um, is Hope on. I want to go check my lights after we get talking.
1: (laughs) Another thing you'll want to take a look at is colors. So we were talking about color psychology. Clearly what's trending, I'm not a designer who follows trends, but neutral palettes are always nice for kitchens, Big or small, especially when you have a a smaller kitchen, and you're like, "Oh, I'm just feeling like it's too one cluttered in here." First, move out the things, but a fresh coat of paint can change a space entirely. What you choose, the color you choose, is going to be important. But just fresh, fresh paint, a fresh coat of paint, make a space. So that sounds very doable. Yes, and the other things and get your new set. Mm. stuff that you eat on stuff that you drink out of I love coffee mugs I'm not a coffee drinker anymore I love tea but I love a teacup. and so find the things that you're like oh I love to drink out of that cup or I love to eat off of that plate find you something that you love to eat off of or eat with a, a fancy fork or spoon or whatever do those small things and you're like I can't do the demo and do the kitchen that I want so those are small things that you can do in your kitchen space that'll make you want to be in there more and eat your food that you're cooking cuz Michelle gave you a recipe to do it. <laughs> uh,
0: I absolutely love that. And I'm feeling a little like, uh-oh, because <laughs> husband Steve will be listening to this and he'll be like, "See, Kadisha says we can get new plates cuz I keep saying no because the kiddos, you know, there's chips and there's cracks. I'm like, I want to wait for the kids to get out of the house before we invest in new plates."
1: Do that. But
0: As I'm looking at your face, I'm like, okay, he's right. You're right. We can definitely, there's definitely room for improvement there.
1: (laughs) Don't wait. I tell people that all the time. Don't wait to use the good stuff. Don't wait to Mm -hmm. sit on the sofa and the fancy couch, you know, don't do that. You bought it to use it. So use it and love it and, you know, go get you some
0: new plates, Michelle. (laughs) Thank you. I I have a witness. Steve has a witness. We will be getting new plates after this conversation. (laughs) Okay, so for my people in the back, the four steps I heard is for a happier, healthier kitchen. We're going to first declutter and get that stuff out, especially the stuff that you know that you're not going to be using anytime soon. The lighting, we don't want the bright blue or the too dark yellow. We want something in the middle. It's like 4,000 kilowatts. Number three, we want to look at colors, specifically neutral colors, especially if you have a smaller kitchen that's going to feel warm and a place that you want to be. And then four, if you have the budget, and I'm actually going to push and say, even if you don't have the budget, there's always goodwill. There's always fun, artsy places you can grab fun plates and utensils just to mix things up to make it exciting to look forward to that next meal. Yes. I get all that right? You did. And
1: I will make a small little change just in the color. You can keep a neutral palette just so you make most people feel comfortable with neutral palettes, but there are some people who are like, I love a bold space. Mm-hmm. So we'll, but we'll talk about what those colors are and you can have a neutral space when I'm saying you guys, cause I know we're talking to everyone who's going to be watching this and you can incorporate colors that actually mean something and will influence why you want to be in that space. So we can jump into that in a little bit.
0: Yeah. Mm, as you say that I'm picturing my mother's kitchen and she's really good about bringing that Southwestern design. So she has like pops of red and pops of yellow and People never want to leave her kitchen. I mean, one, because she's an amazing cook, but two, because it's just, it feels like her, like you feel like you're sitting in her energy. So I love that note that you want us to show up in the colors that feel good to us.
1: And so let's just, let's just go that direction, especially since you mentioned those colors. So red, most people associate red with like love and passion and desire, but red is also a stimulator, an appetite stimulator.
0: Oh, I did not know this. Okay.
1: Red is a color that people don't generally bring in the kitchen, but it's a color that you probably should. (laughs) It makes you you hungry. It's stimulator. So sometimes you go to restaurants, you're like, I have a lot of red in here this is why they're encouraging you to eat and order more food and enjoy yourselves. Mm. And yellow is, which I love yellow, but something that people don't know yellow is usually associated with intelligence and a conversation stimulator.
0: Uh, So some people don't want to probably
1: leave her space because you're like, Oh, we're in here talking and it feels good. And the red is telling me I need to eat some more. And the yellow is telling me I want to talk some
0: more. So yeah. Yeah. So that makes perfect sense why we never want to leave her kitchen. <laughs> Good to know. Oh, wow. Let's
1: just go through a couple more colors. So like orange yeah. Um, yeah. Orange is something I like to call like a confidence color. We just uh, yeah, associate that with confidence, but it's also about laughter and celebration. So if you're a person who loves family and friends and having gatherings, orange is great to incorporate into your space. Mm. Um, green, Green is my favorite color.
0: Oh, um, good. Because that's the color in my kitchen. I'm like waiting. I'm like, is she going to mention green? Let me see if I did this right or wrong. Yes. I love green. So, I mean,
1: green <laughs> is something I think most people know. And Normally we associate it with like nature, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm just going to take you on a little trail. So nature would mean plants. Plants can be associated with health and then health. When you start talking about health, all things health, balance, and then nutrition and mm-hmm. nourishment. And in particular, the dark green. Is great in the kitchen, and I think that's just a nod to the actual leaf. I've learned this with you, all the dark leafy greens that you would be ingesting your kales, you know, and things of that nature. So, yes, so green is awesome too. Mm. Um, blue is really is a very popular color right now in the kitchen, but blue is. Interesting in the workplace, blue is awesome, but it's also awesome in the kitchen because it's about productivity and being oh, effective. And okay, organized.
0: So in dark blue, in particular, so dark yeah. blue. Mm-hmm. So when it's the teenager's turn to cook dinner, I need to like put blue paper awesome. all over the it. <laughs> It's like chop chop. Let's let's keep it going. And then make you want
1: to put that put it back in the knife block. <laughs> I'm paying attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So those are just some couple of things, of course, white kitchens, white, clearly from a Western perspective, something to mention colors are highly influenced by where you live and where you're from. So we're I'm talking about color psychology from a Western perspective, an American in particular. So white right now, really about white means like simplicity. So you see kitchens that are white, it's, sim- it's simple and it's clean, you know, and it's just neutral. And something about feeling neutral makes you feel like everyone can be there. And so you don't feel like you ever go into a space and you're like, oh, I don't know if I should. You normally don't do that in white spaces. So that's why sometimes you see white walls. Think of commercial spaces like hospitals and like they just leave stuff white, which I'm not a fan of, but that's part of it. Just like keep it simple, keep it clean. So
0: white. That makes sense. I've worked in two different commercial kitchens and both stark white. And I always just figured that was like a for a cleanliness code. But everything you're saying, I'm like, yeah, like that's where you know, after the show was over or after the dinner was over, uh, we would chat, you know, me, the wait staff, the other chefs. And so I get that. It, it always felt like home to me.
1: Clean, keep it clean, wipe it
0: down. And
1: yeah.
0: So mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was something else you said I wanted to touch on. And actually something very similar. You said when you were here at my home that I'm just so curious, I made a note so I wouldn't forget to ask. So you said, that you stay curious about the places where people live and why they choose those places. Mm -hmm. And so similar to the kitchens, Mm -hmm. can you expand upon what you meant by that?
1: Absolutely. So, and this is really about my spiritual side. I believe that you are drawn to people, drawn to actual places where you live in the country. And then you're narrowed all the way down to your neighborhood. So, and then your home is no different. So that's why I call it your sanctuary and why you really wanna pay attention to it because there's a reason for why you're doing the things that you're doing. And that's what I always wanna bring my clients attention to. I don't want you to treat anything haphazardly like, oh, I just bought this because I bought, you know, there's a reason. And I want you to think about that. And when you choose to buy things that you don't care about, For me, this is what trends are rooted in. It's about what are most people going to like? And I just want to kind of fit in. But when you really take time to sit and figure out who you are, why you want something, who you want to share it with, it starts getting uncomfortable. And you know what I mean? You're getting past just the, oh, we went to Target, and It's such a cute pillow. And I feel like that's what I saw on HGTV and nothing's wrong with it in terms of like it being a catalyst or initiator for something that you really like, but you have to be sure that you're paying attention to, is that my voice or am I being highly influenced by just what's happening right now? So as a real estate broker as well, I really sit and ask my clients, so why do you want to live downtown? Mm. or why do you want to live in Centennial or you know why Park Hill like like really tell me why what makes you feel drawn to these places what makes you want to be in this neighborhood do you know people here you know do you just feel connected here you know do you like I'm a I grew up in Denver I'm two blocks from city park. So for me, this part of the city just feels like home. I love mature trees. I love older homes that have a little bit of a modern twist. I love the diversity of the people that I'm gonna see. So until you can tell me those are the reasons why, I'm doubting your reason. And Mm -hmm. so design is the same way. I just had a, not to get off track. I just had a consult yesterday with someone, she had done this feature wall and she's like, I just, I don't know. And I'm like, I want you to tell me why you love it. And she couldn't tell me why she loved it. Interesting. She told me about all the reasons why she wanted a feature wall, but she couldn't tell me why she loved her feature wall and I'm like mix it it's done that's not for you so Mm -hmm. that's what I mean about those things design is about finding your voice in your interiors so that you can live a full version of you physically
0: spiritually and mentally so long story Mm -hmm. short
1: that's my reason (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah
0: and that absolutely corresponds with what we spoke about at the top of the hour how I don't say it lightly but you saved my spirit in this space because there is something about having what speaks to you Mm -hmm. speak to you um being in a you know just sitting here I'm in the office right now and looking at these colors that like relax my mind Mm -hmm. that remind me who I am that make me feel like I'm at home like I just cannot say enough, which is why, of course, I refer you to all my friends when they are ready to design or redesign their homes, because you do take that extra step to listen to our wives and listen to what we want. And and then you even take it a step further, just as your example you shared there. You're like, I hear you saying this, but I don't believe you. Let's talk about that. (laughs) That is a gift, Khadijah.
1: I appreciate that. And it's something Mm. we should all do. In whatever our gift is, like really taking the time, especially as an entrepreneur, taking the time to know who you are working with. And that's how I believe you cultivate genuine relationships. You know, I'm not here to like do a cute space for you and move on. Like I need I want us to not just work together, but I want us to connect while we work together. And I want to make sure that when we part ways, this is everything that you need it you know it wasn't and it wasn't about me I I I really do pray about this I'm like you know what spirit move me out of the way and let me do what's best on behalf of my client and let me be able to see what they need you know and Mm. you know not and challenge you push you you know a little bit out of your comfort zone and say hey you know what about this I think this would be a good thing but yeah Mm.
0: So, how do my people come find you? where's Where's the best place for us to send them? Well, if you're like, I'm not quite ready
1: to work with you, but I just kind of want to see more about who you are. You can visit me on my Instagram page, Home and Sanctuary LLC. And then you can always go to my website, which is www.hosahomes, and HOSA is H-O-S-A, homes, plural, dot com. You can see a little bit of my portfolio there and my blogging. And yeah, it's fun. A couple of my videos, which another person we have in common is Paul. He did both of our BBCs. So yeah, come check me out. I, I'm so I'm so humbled to be in a place where I'm doing what I love and I'm working with people that I love, you know, and I feel connected to. So it's why when you go to my Instagram page, I'm going to say, hey, tribe, because now you're going to be a part of the tribe. And yes, (laughs) the people that I know are supposed to be a part of my life, whether it's close knit or far in the circle. Yeah, we're a tribe. And it's a movement and I love to, I love that there's so many of us that are being so bold about our wellness in our own way and in our industry and in our work. And it's like, it's okay to take care of you in all the many ways. It's okay to take care of you and eat well. It's okay to take care of you and design your home. It's okay to take care of you and work out. It's okay to take care of you and leave the career that you were in for 15, 20 years and do that thing that's been burning you know, at the bottom of your stomach for forever. So I love that. I love being with, you're one of those people who have take who have taken courageous jumps you know recently and are just doing amazing work so
0: i'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, you. and i will also add that y'all Khadija travels. I've seen the work she's done in states across the nation. So please don't think that her work has to stay here in Colorado because I know we have listeners actually all around the world. So, I mean, maybe I'll put that out there too. Are you you willing to leave the states, to do some work as well?
1: (laughs) I'm all about travel. You saw the beginning where I talked about travel. Yeah, I'm all for it. And that is a goal of mine. I'm going to do some international design. I know that's in in the bucket for me and yeah, I love to travel I you know I just love it you learn so much about you but you really get to find out how small your world is where you're yes. at yes. and that people are amazing everywhere and then being able to like bring that back to wherever is home for you and then incorporate that energy into your space oh done 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 yeah. done for it <laughs> yeah. yes Amazing. yes so yes amen. call me all the people
0: well we will Europe, definitely put... Africa, Asia let's go <laughs> okay you hear that universe you hear that community Khadija's ready for you She she's <laughs> here ready and available Great sanctuary everywhere <laughs> we yeah. will absolutely put all of your links in the show notes mm-hmm. and I just want to say thank you Thank you for being my friend. Thank you for sharing your light in the world. And thank you for helping us today to look at our color psychology and to find ways that we can make the kitchen more joyful. I so appreciate you. Of course, you guys, please
1: get in your kitchen. Please, 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 if you haven't, you can sit on the fence with Michelle, I promise you, this is not a plug that she put me up to. Do it, do it. Take these tips and incorporate her recipes and her guidance. It will make your life so much better. And I say that not because you're my friend and not because you're an amazing human, but because the work you're doing is transformative Mm -hmm. and it's something that we need. You're making healthy living accessible Mm -hmm. and not like making it not complicated. I feel like sometimes we like to complicate eating well and taking care of ourselves. And you're like, yeah, just put it in that blender. Put those like berries and those bananas in there would be good can I say (laughs) this real quick you might edit this out can I tell you something that I have really fallen in love with please the Orgain chocolate protein shake one oh oh, yes yes. banana yeah almond butter coconut milk and my Orgain. and then I put my collagen powder in there that's that's my that's my breakfast just so you know Oh, yes. I just feel like I'm having a chocolate shake every morning. Listen, (laughs) guys, I'm a picky eater. And I don't mean pick and like not picky, like, eh, but I'm like, I'm like, something needs to actually taste good for me to like it. Oh, and a little and a few cubes of ice, you guys. Oh, my goodness. That sounds like a little bit of heaven. Um, Mm. And all you, Michelle. This Mm. is October. So, yeah, I haven't turned back from that.
0: Even my husband likes it. I'm so proud of you all. Nicely (laughs) done. Nicely done. Yeah. It's lovely when we can eat things that maybe feel a little like dessert, but then, you know, (laughs) it's healing your body and you get that energy and you're satiated. So well done for doing the work. Yes. So thank you for that. (laughs) My absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for being with us today. Is there anything else you want to add?
1: Nothing more than I want you to eat well and I want you to live
0: well. Sending you lots of love and light. Thanks so much for listening to Nourish. Have you been driving, doing laundry or walking around the neighborhood? Sweet. I've got show notes for you. Hop on over to michellefox.com forward slash podcast when you are ready. I will let you know that on the page, you will find resources to support what you've just learned on today's show. And then of course, you can grab some health supportive freebies as well. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be honored if you would leave a review on whichever podcast platform you are listening on. It will help me with my mission to build healthier communities one person at a time. And it will help you because you will be part of that mission. I'll be back next week. And I encourage you to keep showing up for yourself and know that you and your health matter. Big love.